This is episode number 27. Today we are interviewing the wonderfully talented owner and lead planner of Sea and Silk Events. Amanda specializes in designing boho-styled weddings in the Ottawa and surrounding area. Now let's dive right in. Path to Business, the podcast. We are your hosts, Luke and Bethany Barrett. We're a husband and wife team building a legacy with our three children that we're so damn proud of. Full-time wedding photographer and videographer operating a thriving six-figure business. We share all our best strategies from the lessons that we've learned along the way. Featuring other amazing businesses so you can genuinely get inspired. This This is is your Path to Business. Obviously, you and I have worked together and we've gotten really close over the last sort of year and a half. Um, we kind of got to know each other pre-pandemic, which you know, like was right in, before, <laughs> which we're so lucky we got to because you imagine like how hard it must be, right, for people to really meet these days, like always Zoom chats over coffee, which, you know, I'm so excited for us to be able to do those in person one day. Soon. I know. I, know. <laughs> I think I we went them. to like Alice's Village Cafe. I it was so awesome so amazing I miss it so I'm so excited to get back to those hopefully soon enough but I would love 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 for you to talk to me a little bit about what you did before you did see and silk so can you bring us back bring us back to you know pre see and silk days Okay. That's quite a journey. So crazy and slick days. So I always knew that I wanted to get into events and I know that sounds super cliche and I feel like a walking cliche when I say it, but I did always know that I wanted to get into events. Did you ever play mash when you were little? Yeah. Like a mansion part. Yeah. I always put wedding planner as like one of my jobs Aww. and I like wanted that to be the one every time. So like, I always kind of knew it was always in the back of my mind and I always kind of knew that I wanted to go that path. So I actually went to university when I finished high school, not really like with a set plan. I would say, I just kind of felt like I had to go to university. Like, I feel like we kind of grew up in a similar time where like, you just kind of went to university after yeah. you were in high school. I went to university. I did four years, got my undergrad. I actually did it in like five or six. So, so did uh, I. So did I. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. And then I knew, like, I kind of started researching into events and kind of like what I could do and like how I could get started and just like certify myself and like what was out there and available during. I would have been 2015, I guess, when I was doing this. And I found the event management from Algonquin College, which just had great reviews. It was amazing. It just really like kind of launched you into event planning, and you could choose different courses, like wedding based, like sports based there's just a huge variety and they pretty much teach you every skill you need. So I applied and I got in and had this full year of like a completely encompassing year of events essentially. So I got a grad cert in that. So I'm completely certified um, in events, literally from conferences to weddings to like a sporting event I could plan. I obviously went the wedding wedding route. So during that year, I actually had to do an internship and that's kind of how I got into events. So prior to doing this, I was just like working for the city of Ottawa part-time, like I was a student and then, yeah, so I had to do an internship. So I wasn't working that much to be honest, cause it's really hard to work, be in school full-time and do an internship. Yeah. Um, so I interned for a wedding planner in Ottawa who actually is no longer a wedding planner and is now working for more conferences and events. So I interned for her, learned a lot but didn't feel like I was getting like, I don't want to say hands-on because I was getting day of hands-on like enough of the client interaction and enough of like the behind the scenes of it all. Like it felt like I was getting a lot of day of experience. 
So which is important, um, which is important, but like, Oh, absolutely. You know. But like after a while, you're like, okay, I've done this a few times. Like I'm ready to learn the next kind of thing. And, um, so I kind of was chatting with Tim one day, who's my fiance and was just kind of talking about how, like, I kind of wish I could do my own thing. And you know, when you're talking about yeah. starting a business and you just are kind of like, oh, throw it out there. and like, <laughs> I wish I could do it. And he actually started chatting me up to one of his best friends who was just recently engaged and they were like, Oh, we want to hire her. Like I hadn't even, I didn't even have like a business name. I don't think at this point. And, um, yeah, they ended up hiring me for a full plan, like right then and there. And I just kind of rolled with it and learned as I went. And that would have been 2017. And then their wedding was 2018. And then I ended up having two other weddings that year and it just kind of snowballed from there. Amazing. I love that. I love that. Actually, my name used to be A for details. I switched it to C and Silk because I didn't feel connected to it. But anyways, just a little fun tidbit. (laughs) A for details. I love that. I don't know if you know, but I used to be like Bethany Amanda Photography, which I don't know. I didn't know that. Wait, your real name is Amanda? Yeah, I know, oh, right? <laughs> I didn't know that. That's so funny. Yeah, I wasn't married at the time. So I was like, I don't want to call it Bethany Brett. Like, we're not married, you know? So when I first started, so I was like, I'm going to call it Bethany Amanda Photography in case we get married, you know? And then, like, yeah. I just knew that, like, like you kind of just feel like you have to pull anything out of that point, right? Like, I just need a name for my business. Yeah. Um, and then that's you're like was- writing things out on a piece of paper and like your notes on your phone, like any words that come to mind. And yeah. And and like when I first started, I like I saw everybody's other photographer was like, I just call it their name. So that, that's what I went to, you know, but now obviously changed to Greyloft because I really wanted to encompass a team that really felt right. I wanted Luke was really a p- big part of the business. So, yeah. you know, like that's kind of why we switched. But it's just so cool to see like you just go ahead first. And, yeah. you know, clients are just like those first clients, though, right? Like you just kudos to them, right? Because I mean, literally, they're the only reason I am where I am like I I still post photos of like my first wedding that I ever did like I'm I I love it like I'm like they actually have become like some of my best friends actually the bride's like one of my bridesmaids like we just became super close and like their wedding just was fabulous and they really were like key and like giving me great testimonials and just like really chatting me up and it was yeah kudos to those first three clients for sure yeah I actually still have a photo of my first wedding up on the wall in my studio because like I'm so proud of that like think of how far you've come can I ask you a question or is this yeah for sure okay (laughs) why gray loft (laughs) <laughs> it was such a honestly like I went probably six months like going back and forth with Krista from Wish Tree who I've interviewed on the yes. podcast before and she's amazing but anyways I went back and forth with her like probably for six months on like I was trying to do like white willows or like you know like all these like random names that I was coming up with but it just wasn't like sticking you know like can you imagine yeah. white willows the dog like it just was like not me it doesn't even like look like you or like no. you just sound like you I guess like you know yeah. how like gray laugh like sounds like you and Luke it's weird yeah so basically I mean you've been in our studio so it's up in a loft <laughs> I I love the color gray and it was just like I knew I wanted studio in the name so it was just like gray loft studio and that's it that's literally as simple as it was oh my god sometimes it's so simple and when you're first starting don't you find that you're like trying so hard and it just when the right name comes it just makes so much sense to you yeah 
that's exactly yeah. what happened. <laughs> so, totally. I love that. You know, what was really like your spark? I'm curious, you know, I want to touch back on, you know, that first client, was that really your spark or what would you say is like the thing that was like, yes, this is what I want to do. So it's a really good question and definitely one that I feel like I almost have multiple answers to. Okay. And I know that sounds weird, but the only reason I say multiple answers to is because I just feel like you get a spark every few months. Does this make sense? Yeah, I I totally get that. So I'd say like my first spark, you're right, was definitely when I first started planning with my first um, full plan clients. Like it was just, yeah, like it was like, this is like, I was getting bored working at my (laughs) full-time job at the time, which was in the events industry. And I mean, to this day, I still love, like I worked for um, Brian Henry. Okay, cool. So yeah, so I still like love him, like still stay in touch with that team, like love them. But I definitely was like sitting there like, I just want to be planning weddings. I love weddings. Like I just want to like go home so I can get on my laptop and like start (laughs) doing my planning for my clients kind of thing. Yeah. And so like definitely that moment I was like, okay, this is kind of becoming like real. And that's kind of when um, I got my first logo, which was the A for details one, which looking back is just so funny. I can't even, it doesn't even sound like me. I feel like it's so weird. My second spark, I would say this is, this is like kind of a weird one. So I don't know about you, but I didn't really start with having like an Instagram page and like a website. Like I didn't go like the route of like, okay, I'm having a business. That means I need a website. That means I need an Instagram Like, it was kind of like, I guess I have a business now. Um, And so I also got like a spark when I started up my website and my Instagram. So I started, my first website was a Squarespace website that took me so long to make. And I took so much time and effort, poured it into that. I would sit for hours at home and like make it and just get frustrated because it's just not my forte at all. Yeah. And then I started kind of posting on Instagram. And I think like that kind of re-sparked me because it was like I was interacting with other vendors, like kind of communicating with them, like making and like a following for myself and like developing more of a name in the industry. Yeah. And that would be kind of my second spark. And then I feel like my third spark was really like, I I know it sounds crazy, but last year during COVID, I felt like I'm overcoming. It sounds so lame now that I'm like, I felt like I'm overcoming like this, this crazy year. And like, I feel bad saying that because I know so many people had such a rough year, but I'm like, I'm still rocking it. Like my business is still growing, like if not even more, like I felt like I was like really killing it. And I'm like, okay, this is even more proof that like I'm where I need to be. And like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. I love it. I'm clapping for you because it's amazing. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it was a hard year last year. I mean, talk about like, you know, that sort of sink or swim, right? Like you literally got thrown in the deep end and you better have had floaties because it was like, you were going to tread water for a while, right? Like for a lot of business. It felt like, I don't know about you, but it felt like from like March until like June, July, it felt like I was just like, is this even a real wedding year? Like, is this even happening? Like, yeah. Oh, I had no clue. I really, up until like we opened, I had no idea like what was going to happen. And I was just praying to praying. I don't even pray, but praying that essentially like that this would happen, right? Like that my couples and like, I had so many couples that like, I love you guys because like they literally were just, yeah, we're getting married no matter what. Like we I know. Are, and then it was it. like, even when my couples, sorry, I interrupted you, but even yeah. when my couples said things like we're, so, we're, we're going to postpone, like we're not, I'm like, I get it. Cause I was, I'm a bride during COVID too. And I postponed if they went forward with it, it was like, I love you. Yeah. And if they didn't go forward with it, you're like, I love I you and I care for you and I feel bad and I get it. Like yeah. it's, it, yeah, it, it was a <laughs> wild year, but I, I definitely one of my sparks just because 
I think if you can make it through something like a pandemic kind of ruining a full season. Yeah, you can get through anything, right? Yeah. If you can make it through that year, like, I think it really like proves that you want to be here and you want to be a part of this industry. And like, you want to be there for your couples and you, and you want to, you know, be a photographer or a wedding planner or a florist, whatever it is. Like, I think if you powered through last year, it just really shows your commitment to yeah. Wanting to do what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot to be said for people and that resilience that comes with going through a year like that. And I mean, of course, there's a lot of challenges and things, you know, like everybody's situation is different, but I know that for the most part, like people were just, they were fighting for their survival last year, whether you were a new business, whether you were an existing business has been around for 30 years, like everyone is in the same boat and it kind of almost put us all at the same level field, right? Like we're all like in that together togetherness like I know that's like a little bit cliche about everything that happened <laughs> like, last year but, I mean, we're all in yeah. <laughs> but like we're all on the same you know like it didn't yeah. matter who you yeah. were right so I think you're right that um, yeah it taught us so many lessons last year and one thing that it taught us is like you, a rainy day is is something that people always say like save for a rainy day like we needed a rainy year you know yeah. <laughs> so that has taught us to be savers it's taught us to be careful about what we're doing you know and I think that that's so important such a good lesson for so many people yeah. I love your story I love your story it's so good oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little all over the place very relatable. So talk to me a little bit. I know you kind of touched on it, but, you know, talk a little bit about your path. So chat about some detail details, perhaps, um, or steps that you took to grow your business, to get it where it is today. Yeah. So again, I feel like I can answer with like 30,000 different things. (laughs) So I guess when I started, like I said, like I didn't start with your typical, like, oh, I had a website made and then I had an Instagram and then I kind of developed it. Like it just kind of was word of mouth and friends and friends of friends. And it wasn't until, um, so that was in 2017 when I kind of officially like was getting clients and then 2018 would have been my first wedding season. And it wasn't until I want to say like winter 2019 that I was like, okay, like, I think I need to like take this a little more seriously. Like, cause I, then I was booking up for 2019. Like I was starting to get bookings for that year and for 2022, actually. 2020, not 2022. (laughs) And so I kind of was like, okay, like what's, how do I do this? I kind of was creeping around in the industry, like seeing what everyone was doing, seeing what was out there, seeing what was prominent in Ottawa's industry. And I kind of was like, okay, it seems like the style that I like, which is like a boho kind of beachy, kind of unique, kind of moody at the same time. Earthy. I mean, you always say earthy. I love earthy, it. Yeah. Like textures. I know. I don't want to just say like, oh, I'm modern. Cause like I am, but then I also have boho elements. Like it's so many unique elements into my style. So I kind of was like, I feel like there's not really any planners out there that are marketing towards this style or like bringing that style in. And so I kind of was like, okay, I'm going to start there. I'm like, that's my style and marketing is that like, that's what I like. And so I started an Instagram page and I was kind of just posting photos from my weddings that I had done. And I mean, I loved my weddings that I did. I did like the best, but you know, when you're starting and you don't really know how to do an Instagram feed, how to make it look pretty. And so it was kind of all over the place. And I feel like it was just, I loved it, but I was like, okay, no one's really following me or like paying attention. So then I was like, okay, website. So I worked hard on my website. I bought a template for some reason. So I spent like $400 on a template, which was a total waste of money. 
And I kind of did it myself, like input all the stuff myself from that template, which was just insane. And I couldn't figure anything out, but I made it as good as I could launch my website. But I would say like, for me, some of the game changing things would be doing styled shoots. So that has really like allowed me to get creative and show what I can do and like really showcase it in like a collaborative way. So it allowed me to also meet vendors and kind of develop those relationships and have those referrals and have those people that I know in my back pocket that I can count on and are amazing and I can recommend. Um, So like that was a huge, huge step for me, just like getting to know people and then just investing in yourself. So like marketing was always something I struggled with. And I finally kind of, I mean, you kind of actually set this up. Um, I kind of got in touch with the girls at something blue through you. And it was kind of just like, it just like clicked for me. And it was like, I need this, like, this is what I need because I'm not, that's my, that's not my strong suit. Like I'm not good at that. And so I've been working with them since, I guess, probably before the pandemic last year. So yeah, like it, I like met them in person before the pandemic. So it would have been like Feb, end of February, I guess, 2020 and up until now. And they've completely like transformed the way I think of marketing and transformed the way I market my business. And I just think the most important thing you could do if you're starting a new business is just like be yourself and be genuine and just like talk the way you would talk to a friend when you're posting on social media and don't try to force yourself to do it. If you're having an off day, you're having an off day and that's okay. But yeah, I don't even know if I answered the question. I kind of <laughs> started going off. So no, it's good. It's good. Okay. Like, I, I totally understand. You know, we went through some website pain as well. We've probably invested like $15,000 into websites and then end up like pulling it all and literally just doing it ourselves. Um, the something blue girls. Yes. Like they know their stuff inside and out. They're really good at what they do. So happy to have them in our corner, you know, like, so of course, like that's something I, I always say, like we're not experts on everything when it comes to our business but what we do know and what we should be working on like you said is knowing yourself and being able to like attract people that you want to work with and I think that that's so key especially when you're starting your business is to really understand what that is and that can be hard right like you said like I get it my first few weddings I loved them but it wasn't really who I was trying to attract right? Because like, I was just there happy, like, you're probably just there happy to like, plan it and do it. So happy. But like, but not necessarily what you were hoping to like, continue to do, right? So like, it's it's just like a different, and you don't know, (laughs) you don't know any better, right? So it's not that you don't do them ever again. It's just that that's not really who you're trying to like, attract. Yeah. You kind of really like develop a style. And like, I think that there's an expectation when you come into this business or this industry, I should say that you need to have your style, like right away and you need to know what it is and you need to market that right away. But for me, it took two and a half years to really like figure that out. Like yeah. my photos now- used to be dark, like dark when I started my photos were like a light and airy like all the way I would never picture you having dark photos that's so funny you go way back I I used to like have a lot of like rustic very like yeah very rusticy kind of looks and none of my photos really matched up and now I'm very like okay I love black and white photos so I'm just gonna post a ton of those because I love them you know what I mean like you just kind of get to know what you like and what you want to be presented as and you kind of roll with it I love it it's very fun yeah 
talk to me a little bit about challenges or pivots that you've made, you know, to, like in your business. I know we've touched it a little bit about, you know, the pandemic and things mm-hmm. like that, but what are some things that you can really like hone in on or that you, you know, you realize like, oh my goodness, I have to change everything. <laughs> like what was something that you really, oh man, this entire last year of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be blunt, uh, this whole year, um, honestly, last year I was, really getting into developing a lot of processes and writing those processes out so that if I was going to onboard people, they could follow things really easily. And then COVID hit. And I was like, none of this even makes sense anymore. I was kind of like, what am I doing? I don't like COVID really threw me for a loop. So it was kind of like, I was developing all these processes, but then they, like we had talked about, I know we've talked about this in the past. They didn't make sense anymore and they didn't work. So I kind of had to adjust that and just the way I went about my planning. And so example, like last year, it was like every wedding that I planned last year, I planned it in a month or two months because COVID happened and people didn't know if they were moving forward. And so you really have to change the timeline of the way you're working on things. And so when I present things to clients, it's okay. We have the big stuff. We have the fun stuff, like the design process. We have the management process, but then when you're planning a wedding within a month or two, all of that becomes one thing. It doesn't really matter. So it was kind of like, okay, I had my process, but I had to pivot kind of away to more of like a micro wedding style process where it's kind of everything at once, because this is going really, really quick. Okay. One day transportation, one day DJ, one day this. So that would be a really huge pivot. Another one was I recently switched to HoneyBook and it is a total lifesaver. Like, I don't even know how I functioned before I got it because seriously, I like, I'm not kidding. I don't I know use how it. Like, I use it. So I love yeah, it. Yeah. I used to work off of Google drive and I just like had my contract templates in there. And then I would use wave invoicing to like invoice everybody. And it was great, but I was doing everything. I was spending so much time, like going in and editing it and all of that. And it, it just was the best investment to even look into HoneyBook and do a free trial. And then I ended up getting a nice discount code from a friend. And so literally it's been the best investment and the best pivot that I've made in my business. Um, Investing in my marketing was also a really huge pivot for me that totally changed my game and totally changed the clients that I find I'm getting now. And that was investing in having the girls at Something Blue really, like I outsourced to them to post my blogs and to post my um, portfolios and everything. Because for me, I'm not... Like we talked about, you need to know what you're good at. And I'm, I know I'm not good at websites. Like I can't figure them out. Like I, they, things don't move in the right area for me. It just doesn't happen. And I found like, I wasn't posting my blogs because I was just like, I don't know how to work this and make it look pretty. And so now I just have to write out what I want, choose the photos, post it to the girls and say, Hey, this is done. This is the date it's posted for. And then it's all done by them, which is wonderful. Amazing. So for me, that's been like a huge, huge weight off my shoulder and also like more motivation for me to write blogs because (laughs) they're actually getting posted. (laughs) And it's so important to do it. It's one of the number one recommendations that I give to any, you know, creative business owner is to start blogging. It's something I wish we had really focused on from the beginning. So that's awesome that they're helping you and that you've realized that so early because you know, they are so invaluable and people don't even understand how invaluable they are. Like they are worth more than you can imagine. So. Yep. No, I totally agree. And I just, I agree. I honestly wish I started sooner too. Like it's something that you're like, I wish I just was doing that from the get-go, but you learn so many, there's so many things, right? So it's all good. 
So talk to me a little bit about some highlights that you've had. So like some, like, I always describe it as, you know, the moment, like, have you ever watched Elf where he's like, I'm in love, you know, and he's like, yeah, he throws his hat. Like those moments where you're like high five, you just like, you're giddy and running around. Like those are the moments for me that I say are like the highlights of my career. Do you have any moments like that that you can share? For sure. Where do I start? Cause I mean, can I like booking my first wedding for sure was like my first full plan. I was like, oh my God, like this is the best I'm doing it. Definitely. Also when my web, my website that I have now launched, um, that was a really throw off the hat moment for me. I was super, super excited about it. Am I allowed to say that like all of my statutes and weddings last year were those moments? Because for me last year was such, again, I feel bad saying it was such a huge year in terms of my business because I really showcased what I could do. And my wedding clients were really like up my alley with like their styles. And they really gave me a lot of like creative control. So like my first COVID wedding was like a 10 backyard wedding and she just gave me kind of full control over everything. And so when it all came together, it was like, yes, like this is super exciting. And then same with the second COVID wedding. It was the same thing. Like I just seen something that is so your style and you had kind of full creative control over come to life is a really big hurrah for me. And I know this is super lame and don't put too much stock in, in your Instagram followers, but hitting a thousand followers for me was a really big one. And I know there's people out there with 10 K and 20 K and all that. But for me, like that was a really big milestone because it was just like, okay, like I'm growing, like this is happening and it doesn't have to be 4 K overnight, but like it's a slow growth. And that's just the reality of social media today, but it was still like a hurrah moment. I think just because you're out of the hundreds and you add another digit there kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Oh, I I can't even believe I forgot this. Um, Sorry. Um, I hired my first assistant. So that, that, that was a huge moment. So I had like interviews and ended up hiring this lovely girl. Her name is Brittany and she is so dedicated. I mean, you met her. Yeah. She's She's lovely. So lovely. So dedicated, like willing to help wherever and whenever. And I just think like, I don't know how I ever went to a styled shoot or writing without her now. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Those are amazing things. I love that. I think, you know, don't fret too much about the followers. Cause I always think that like, no matter what, like, you know, I always joke because Luke has a lot less followers than me, but he gets like way more inquiries for videos through his Instagram. And yeah. it's because he has like very dedicated people. Like they literally search him out. Right. So like, you don't need to have thousands and thousands of followers to book clients. Right. Like you really only need like 10, 20, 30. I don't know how many weddings you try and book per year. Yeah. I, I try to stay in the 10 to 15 area. I think that allows me to supply the best possible service that I can to my clients. Yeah. So like, who cares if you don't have like, yeah. Oh, Oh, I totally don't put, like I said, I don't put a lot of stock in it, but it is like a happy dance moment. Yeah. I, I think that's just because we've had social media so engraved into our brain as like an important part of your life, of which is really sad and pathetic. And I'm also like, I don't want to contribute to the toxic culture of like, oh, like hustle all the time, like no breaks. Like, I don't want to contribute to that at all. I'm not saying that, but I'm just like, for me, it was a happy dance moment. And I think 
I'm just yeah. like, that's just in the back of your brain from kind of growing up having like Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that. Like, yeah, it's you know, perfect. It's so good. I know, but just know that like, think about it. You're building up an audience, especially now that is exactly who you want them to be. Like they're following yeah. you and they love everything that you do. And that's what's most important. I mean, if you guys are listening, thanks for following and supporting. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> of course they're listening. So Tips. I want to ask you a little bit about tips for others who are possibly interested in doing something, you know, a similar business to you. What would you give to somebody if you had to pick like three things or one thing that would be your number one tip for someone who's looking to do this? I think my number one thing is just go for it. Um, I know that's like easier said than done, but I feel like I spent a lot of time and I know this, I spent a lot of time kind of thinking about it before I actually dove in and invested in myself in time and money. But I think just go for it. If you're thinking about it and you think it's something you can do, go all in, like do it. If it's not going to put you in tons and tons of debt, just do it. And I think it's really important to invest time and money, like what I said before into it. So you're not going to build a successful business or a successful wedding planning business in particular by just working an hour a day or just posting once a month on Instagram or just booking a client every few months. Like you need to be consistently doing things and consistently marketing yourself, consistently posting blogs, consistently um, posting on Instagram, kind of be all the places and do all of the things. I don't even yeah. like saying that, but like yeah. Yeah. You, you really, you really have to like go all in and invest in yourself. Like the best thing, like I said, like the best, one of the best things I did was invest in HoneyBook. And I did that like three, four years into my business. I mean, if I had done that at the beginning, who knows where I could be right now? Like, yeah. So just invest in yourself and go for it. That's kind of my tips. And honestly, make friends in the industry. Like, don't be afraid. Like, I know we hear like these, there's catty stories in every group of workplace, whatever, but like you find your people, like just find the people that are kind to you and that support you and that are nice. And like, those are going to be your support group. And those are going to be the people that you can work with on, on fun collaborative projects and people that you can recommend to clients. And those are going to be like your support system for times like COVID last year, for example, like that connection with other vendors doing similar things as you and like-minded vendors is super, super important. And there's never a time where like if a fellow planner has Instagram messaged me that I don't reply. I just think collaboration and just kindness is super, super important in this industry. And I think community over competition always. So just really find a good vendor group and find a group of friends that support you and will be there for you and you're going to be fine. Yeah. And I always say like the worst they're going to say is no. And it's really their loss. You know, like yes. I, I found that, I think I told you that when I first started, like I used to like reach out to people. I had no idea even how to reach out, but like the few that did say yes, that wanted to say like, yeah, of course I'll meet you or I'll have coffee with you or like, you know, like let's chat or whatever. Like totally. I'm still friends with them today. Right. Like, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's worth it. It's totally worth it. And it's it, you know, just, just don't, don't hold back. Right. The worst they're yeah. going to say is no. And like, you know what, if someone reaches out to me and is like, Hey, like, I'd love to chat with you over zoom. Like had a planner recently be like, Hey, I'm new to Ottawa. I'd love to chat with you over zoom just to get some info on like the industry here. It's like, yeah, sure. Like just let me like organize my schedule and kind of all maybe in a couple of weeks, like when I'm free, like, I'm not saying I'm going to talk with them right away and drop everything because of course my clients come first, yeah. but I'll fit in the time, like yeah. whether it's over a glass of wine over zoom at like seven at night or coffee in the morning, it really is what half an hour out of your day. Like you can't do that 
just to be a kind person. And that's kind of where I'm coming from. And I get people are different and they have a different opinion and they think, well, my time is my time and I don't have time for that. And absolutely, I get it. Like everyone is living a different life. But for me personally, I'm definitely at a spot where I would be happy to chat with a fellow vendor and give them advice. And I think, yeah. I think kindness is, goes a long way. Yeah. And you never know when it's going to come back. And my philosophy has always been to give more than you get, you know, oh my God, and- you guys are so giving <laughs> and so lovely because that for me is like, it pays us back. It comes back and, and it comes back in like these weird little ways where I'm like, how does this even happen to us sometimes, you know? And I know it's because we've just worked so hard on being like as open and helpful to anybody who asks, because I know that like, especially in this industry, it can be hard to find your people, but it's so important, like you said, so. Yeah, and you can feel very like, another thing for just people coming in, you can feel very out of place. It feels like- Imposter syndrome too, right? Yeah, oh, I suffer from it still. And I just think that you, you come in and you think that everyone has it all figured out and everyone knows what they're doing. And everyone's so amazing. That's doing business and having an event industry business and wedding planning business or photography, whatever it is. But like in reality, we're all suffering from imposter syndrome on like a daily basis, just keeping it real over here. Like I, I go through that like once a week, at least I'm like, am I really a wedding planner? Is this happening? (laughs) And you just take yourself out like you do. It's a total, a total psych out. And you just have to kind of power through those thoughts and remind yourself, like, this is what you do. This is what you're good at. For me, I know like a big support for me is like my fiance is always like, you know, more about weddings than anybody else. I know (laughs) you can talk about them for a long time, you know, like, you know, more about like how to do a wedding than someone who just is coming in and has never planned a wedding before. And I'm like, right, right. Like you just, yeah. You know, you have good people in your life to remind you of that and talk you down I mean, off that ledge. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's taking it day by day and everyone is just kind of, I don't know, I'm not making it up as you go, but just trying their best. Yeah. Yeah. And like, we all have our good days and bad days and that, you know, it's so nice to have people there. Like you said, that can talk you down off that ledge, right? Like when you're spying. Yeah, I mean, you've been that person for me many times too. <laughs> and you do for us, right? So it's so important to have those people. And so I really value that. And I value like all of the friendships that I have because like without them, I swear I would go crazy. I know, I know, I know. I, I a hundred percent agree. So I know you've already talked about HoneyBook, but are there any other tools that just make your life easier when it comes to running your business? Some people actually use say physical tools, like I use a hammer or whatever, <laughs> you know, but it doesn't have to be that. Um, okay. But I've had like, it can be any kind of tool that's really just been like, okay, I cannot go anywhere without this. Okay. Um, well, I have an event kit. So that is a really huge thing. So that has everything from like gum to like elastics to zip ties to like a steamer like anything that I could potentially need on the day of or the bride or groom could potentially need is kind of stuffed into that one kit so that's huge huge thing pro tip pro tip here yeah that's like a huge huge thing that I bring with me on all my day abs I bring it with me to my rehearsals if it's not in my hand it's in my car and I can just quickly go and get it usually it's in the car for rehearsals on hand for wedding days so yeah my event kit is huge um honeybook as I said has been really huge um I know this is kind of like a weird one but having um, my phone be connected to my laptop. So iPhone with the Mac, I find that super useful um, because I'm not carrying papers everywhere. I have like all my files that I have on my laptop are on my phone. And so it's super useful if I'm on site or in a meeting, I can pull stuff up on my phone. Or if I'm going and doing a site visit, I can take, use the notes app on my phone to take notes. And then it's automatically in my notes 
on my laptop and I can just transfer it over to notes and HoneyBook or, or wherever yeah. I need to have those kind of stored and filed away. So I find that having the connection between those two is super, super useful. Yeah. HoneyBook, uh, Google drive is still useful to me. I know, I know all my files are on HoneyBook, but I find Google drive is really good. Cause I put my photos on there because I don't, the iCloud scares me for some reason. I know I'm weird That's and okay. I never know if it's backing up my photos or not. And so I always put them on Google drive. Good. It's better. It's better to have them in two places. So that's yeah, totally yeah. So that's been really nice for me. And then I can kind of create a folder that's called like, oh, Instagram. And like some of my favorites can go in there. So I can just go and choose from, from there to, to post from. <laughs> Amazing. Um, all right. Last but not least, how can people find you or follow you? They can find me on Instagram at C and Silk Events. And that's the same on Facebook at C and Silk Events. Um, my Pinterest is C and Silk. And my website is www.cnsilkevents.com. Amazing. Thank you so much for being on here today. It was Thanks so lovely. Me. And, you know, hearing your story, like, I think, I don't know if I've heard the full thing. So this was really good to really. Yeah, I don't think you have. Yeah. No. So thank you for sharing. Of course. Thank you for having me. It was so fun. I'm over here about to do a happy dance because you just finished another episode of my podcast, Path to Business, where we get to hear amazing stories of how wonderful people got started and hopefully one day we'll be able to share yours too. If you want more info, head on over to our show notes page where you'll find all the latest info about this episode and links to the guests on the show. You can also find the latest discount codes or freebies I've put together just for you. Also, I wanted to personally invite you to my private Facebook group where you can meet other like-minded entrepreneurs like yourself who are making waves in their business and want to help and inspire others to dream big. The links are waiting for you, so head on over to grayloftstudio.ca slash path to business.